following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Players' Lounge. Look. This is this is the fun part of football. We are we're training camp, getting ready to go. I'm Newey Scruggs out here at Oxnard, California, with the Cowboys. Barry Church back at the Star headquarters in beautiful Frisco, Texas. Church, how are we doing? Doing amazing, you know, doing amazing as usual. Um, you know, so it's a little cooler in Texas. It's about 99, maybe 98 today. So we we ain't getting in triple digits just yet. But you know me, I'm holding it down over here at the Star. Uh, you know, our, our running mate, Danny McCray, he, he was booked today. He had to run a couple camps, so hopefully the viewers got to uh, register early and got into the camp with Danny, but he's doing his thing over there. So today is me and my boy Newey holding it down, talking Cowboys football. Where else would you rather be? All right, Barry Church for an undrafted free agent safety with the Dallas Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yesterday was the padded practice, okay? All the play-play stuff had to, stop, had to get out here and go get things done. The hit of the day came from rookie Tyler Smith at left guard, came around, trucked Tristan Hill, picked Tristan Hill up and put Ooh. him down. Ooh. Oh, Lord. I was like... Ooh, and Nate Newton could not stop raving about what he saw. Ooh. This is what happened to pass. Get on, man. Yeah. You, you know, you can't get got. Yeah, we, <laughs> like we always say, man, everybody looks great in, in shorts and, and in helmets. But when you get the pads on in the trenches, that's where things really happen. And, and they were in their pads the other day for the first time all year. And we got to see that that aggressive, that just in your face dog mentality that we heard from Ty Smith coming into this, coming into the draft that he was one of those bruisers one of those run graders that'll pound you into the dirt and I'm telling you Nui when I saw that clip of young Gator Roll young enforcer we call him Tristan Hill <laughs> when I saw that clip I said oh my goodness I knew Nate I knew Nate Newton was gonna love it offensive guards love it when they're able to do something like that but the way he was able to pick that young man up and put him square on his back you know he didn't fall like kind of tripping fall like where you can brace yourself it was all up and down and he had all Ty Smith on top of him man that was that was what you call a pancake you know I've seen it on ESPN they got the pancakes uh segments when they do it on NFL live and all that stuff that would have been on the pancake segment I mean that was that was a brutal block right there and you love to see it from your rookie I just hope there's more of that to come okay so when you guys get in the film room as a player and that clip goes down, <laughs> are there oohs, are there ahs, are there snickers? Are you, what, 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 what happens? You know, what, what, what goes through something like that when you're watching the film? I, I, I'm going to tell you right now. It, it depends on which side you're on. If you're in the offensive line meeting room, I mean, they're probably popping bags of chips over there like, yeah, man, put them in the dirt. That's how you do it. I mean, everybody's, ooh, man. Now, when you go over to the defensive line meeting room, and hopefully they, they didn't play that as a whole. Like, when Garrett was there, like, the embarrassing clips like that, you would get put on blast in front of the whole team. They wouldn't just break you down into the, you know, your individual rooms, let that play play. It would be in front of the entire team. And then you would get guys in the back like, ooh, damn, damn, that hurt right there. Ooh, ah. It, it, was, it was kind of embarrassing. I mean, a situation like that happened to me uh, when it was like, what, 2000, probably 15 or 16, and DeMarco 
Marco Murray, man, he, he was running hard. And he caught me slipping in the hole and ran right through me. And I knew after that play, I got up and shook my head. And I knew we're going to see this on Garrett Vision. So I know where you're going through Tristan Hill. He probably, uh, Coach McCarthy probably showed it in front of the whole team. And then you got to see it again when you get into the defensive line meeting room. So it's double punishment. But, man, it's embarrassing. And you got to realize, hey, I got to bring my A game each and every day. Or I can get put on my back just like I just did. Okay, so so now that you, you know it's out there on the internet, people are out there. You know they got their memes, they're making their jokes. So today's practice, you Tristan Hill. You know how Smith coming around again at you. Uh, if you're Tristan Hill, you, you got to keep your head on the swivel. You, you got to know from now on that Ty Smith is playing no games, and this this rookie is strong and can bring the punishment. So you can't let it happen back to back days. Because if it happens back to back days, then the coaches will start to look at you a little different. Like, oh man, hold on, is, is this guy really ready to play? Is this guy really you know ready to contribute to this team? So you got to make sure one of those plays, if it does happen, only happens once during training camp. I mean, we're we're sure we're gonna get you know a couple pancakes where guys trip over the other guy and it kind of looks like the guy pancaked them. But that right there, was it was in pure view, one-on-one, -on -one, you got dumped on your back. So you, you can't let a situation like that happen again. And Tristan Hill, from your boy over here, B. Church, make sure you keep your head on the swivel in the trenches, all right? Those are where the Giants play, and you, you don't want to mess around with those big boys down there. Keep your head on a swivel, big boy. Tristan Hill, defensive tackle in his fourth season, this is one of the players I look at and I just say, you know, he could be on the bubble on whether or not he makes this team. There's some there's some line depth and some choices they're going to have to make. Uh, Chauncey Golston uh, was drafted as a defensive end. He's moved inside now more. So there's going to be some, you know, it's competition to try and become one of the uh, defensive linemen who can get in this rotation for the in this training camp. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like you said, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a fierce competition because like, you got Tristan Hill, Odigizua, Neville Gallimore, Golston. I mean, a lot of guys are going out there and they're trying. Carlos Watkins. Carlos Watkins. I mean, you got a lot of guys out there competing for a couple spots. I mean, we know Odigizua and probably Neville Gallimore are going to be the starters in there, but you know as a defensive line, you rotate a lot. So guys get a lot of opportunities to go out there and show what they can do. And if you're Tristan Hill, a guy that's kind of on a bubble, you can't let plays like that happen. You got to have the coaches notice you in a positive light, not in a light or where you're getting dumped on your back. So that that competition down in that D line, that D line interior D line is going to be a fierce one. And hopefully, once uh, you know the, the preseason games come on and all that good stuff, we'll get to see a better Tristan Hill. But right now, I mean, he he's got to dig himself out of a little hole that uh, Ty Smith put him in. So they drafted John Ridgeway out of Arkansas. You got Quentin Bohannon, who they ended up. Um, last year drafting. So this this D-tackle spot, man, it's going to be interesting. And I saw was, was checking out one package early on where they had moved Tank Lawrence um, inside to the D-line and brought uh, Micah Parsons down on the edge and had Sam Williams out there uh, as well. So... Lost you there, Nui. Nui, Nui, Nui. Oh, I lost you. I lost you on that back end, man. What would you say? I lost you on that back end. Oh, I, I was saying, you've got John Ridgeway, who they drafted. They got Quentin Bohannon, who's out there, uh, who they drafted uh, the year before. So it's going to be a challenge for Kristen Hill to try to make this team. And then I was talking about another package they had before where I inside the defensive tackle, and then they put Micah Parsons on the outside along with Sam Williams. So 
it, 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 jobs are a premium around here on this defense, man. Jo it's going to be tough to get a job on this defense. Jo jobs are definitely at a premium, but you talk about that package where D-Law's on the inside. To me, that that's the most exciting pretty much package that, that this D-line could put out there. I mean, you got, you know, D-Law on, on, on the inside. You got Parsons on the outside. You mentioned Sam Williams on the other outside. And we got to get somebody else on the inside to match with D-Law. But that package on third down, that could be similar to the old Giants back in the day, their NASCAR package, where they just got after folks. I mean, if you got guys that can play on the inside and the outside like that, it's going to make hell for those quarterbacks. So I'm interested to see how that package um, comes along during the season. But it, it's it's a stacked it's a stacked defensive line room and and look you can never have enough pass rushers like you can never have enough cover people so the Cowboys are in a good spot right now hopefully everybody stays healthy but the Cowboys are definitely in a good spot defensively especially in the trenches Players Lounge I'm Newey Scruggs out here Oxnard California with the Cowboys Barry Church is back at the star in Frisco Texas I talked to Tank Lawrence yesterday he met with the media and Tank says the first time in five years he's healthy. And I mentioned the fact that, okay, you know, it, it's been a while since you've made the Pro Bowl. And Tank says if he's healthy, there's no doubt in his mind he'll make the Pro Bowl. Last Pro Bowl he made was 2018. It's a long time ago, man. It's a long time ago. So uh, I'm anxious to see exactly what he can bring. And can he play? Can he give the Cowboys 17 full games this year? I think if he, if he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, I feel like D-Law has the motor, has the capability, has the technique to go out there and have a double-digit sack season and maybe make the Pro Bowl. Um, but we need this guy to stay healthy. Like you mentioned, he over the past couple of years, he's had a couple of nicks here, nicks and bruises here, whether it's a back, whether it's a broken foot, whatever the case may be, he's been injured and hasn't been able to be that D-Law that we've seen in the past. So if this guy can stay healthy, he'll have a Micah Parsons on the opposite side of him. He'll have, hopefully, uh, Sam Williams who can produce on the outside of him as well. So his all the attention won't be on him. He won't be getting all these double teams and chip blocks and all that good stuff. So hopefully he can take advantage of that and get back to that double-digit sack D-law that we've seen. I mean, we've seen in the run game where he can be effective, whether it's tackling guys, punching the ball out, getting takeaways and that nature. He can be effective that way. But where he made his bread and butter and where he became a Pro Bowl player and one of the dominant guys on this defense is getting after the quarterback and sacking this guy. If we can get back to to that type of D-law, like I said earlier, the sky's going to be the limit for this D-line and defense overall because it's going to make the secondary's job a heck of a lot easier if you got two premier guys off the edge making life hell for the quarterbacks back there. They're going to get rid of the ball extremely quick, and this defensive backfield that we've seen in the past can take advantage of it with Diggs, with Curse, with Brown, all those guys back there. They're ball hawks, and all it takes is a good defensive line to get after it. Hopefully D-law can get back to that double-digit sack-type mentality, and I think he can if – he can remain healthy. We had somebody here on the comments say, uh, according to other reports, Tristan Hills had a good camp. Hey, look, that was before we put on the pads. All right, if you're on the offensive <laughs> defensive line, everything you did before pads doesn't matter. Okay? It doesn't. Because it's about when they put the pads on. <laughs> Especially in the trenches. I can see if, you know, you're, you're at a wide receiver or you're a DB. You can see guys covering and all that good stuff. But everybody's slippery with no pads on. When you get that pads on, you get a more surface to, to put those offensive linemen to put their hands on. And we've seen Ty Smith got them hands. And he put them to Tristan Hill. So hopefully he can get lower and uh, get after the quarterback, Tristan Hill. Stay off your back, man. All right, let's get a break in here. Um, 
want to talk about yesterday's camp injury news of James <sighs> Washington. What do the Cowboys do next? And also, a position we're not talking about enough, which matters so much to this football team and across the league. Let's dive into more player slams with Nui Scruggs, Barry Church, right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Are you a Cowboy fan who spices up the game, nominates yourself or others to be the Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan? And win a trip to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. You are in the Players' Lounge. It's a show where two former safeties, Barry Church and Danny McCray, bring you their insights of the National Football League and the Cowboys to you. I'm Newey Scruggs. Just cover the team. That's all. <laughs> so we got Church riding with me today. He's back at the Star Frisco. I'm out here at Oxnard, California. James Washington, uh, yesterday with the pads on, goes up for a ball against Trayvon Diggs, lands on his uh, right foot. His foot is fractured, supposed to have surgery today in Dallas, expected to miss uh, six to ten weeks. So in my opinion, 
they got to go out and find a veteran player because you've got CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup has already told us he's not playing in the first game. He wouldn't reveal how many games he expected to miss, but I'm thinking it's going to be three or four games that you do not have Michael Gallup. Uh, you need somebody who's a veteran on the on the other side of it. It's supposed to be James Washington. So to me, Church, I think they got to sign a guy. What about you? Uh, I'm with you on that. I, th I think they got to sign a guy. And look, I, I've been worried about this from the jump. I mean, as soon as we started this 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 podcast on the offseason, I was like, man, if we if we go into the season, this this receivers core. It kind of scares me because, you know, from the beginning, you, you got C.D. Lamb, who, who I think is a dog, and I think he's just going to get better and better um, as the years go on. But outside of that, you had a, a lot of unproven talent. I mean, yeah, you got Dalton Schultz as a tight end, but like I always say, I don't know how dynamic he is and if he can continuously beat one-on-one -on -one coverage because he's going to get a lot of attention, especially now that it's kind of just C.D. and him. He's going to get a lot of attention, so I'm not sure how much you can rely on that. And then outside of that, you got Jalen Tolbert, the third rounder from South Alabama, and look, we, we've seen, you know, small school guys coming to the NFL and do big things, so hopefully he can um, kind of follow in that mold and continue to get better and better as the, as the weeks go on, but outside of that, you're looking at maybe Noah Brown or, I mean, it, 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 to me, the receiving core as a whole going in before James Washington injury was kind of a slippery slope. I was kind of nervous about that. But now even without James Washington, what are you going to do there? you got to sign a veteran wide receiver that can come in, pick up the playbook quick, and hopefully produce while Washington's out and while Michael Gallup is out. And uh, we, we've seen a lot of reports going around of what wide receivers, what veteran guys you can sign. I mean, I've seen a T.Y. Hilton. I've seen a Will Fuller, OBJ. I've seen all those guys, even a Cole Beasley. But – all those guys, to me, outside of Cole Beasley, had injury history. I mean, look if you look at Odell Beckham Jr., he probably won't be back until Michael Gallup is back. Yeah. And then you look at Will Fuller. Me and you talked about it earlier today. He's always nicked up, and he is a good deep threat, but he's always nicked up with some type of soft tissue injury. And that goes the same for T.Y. Hilton. So, to me, I think the, the veteran wide receiver – um, being able to sign one of those guys, the, the crop is low. The crop is low out there, and you're looking at Cole Beasley, and, and yes, he was a, he's a great security blanket for Dak Prescott. I think they had great rapport while he was here, but I'm not so sure. I haven't talked to Cole Beasley in a while, but I'm not so sure how he stands on the vaccine protocol, and if he's still out on getting the vaccine, we don't know how that whole situation is going to affect things. So to me, they got to sign a veteran wide receiver, but I just, I just don't know which one because a lot of guys out there are either nicked up or they got something else going on. So I think the Cowboys are in a, a little bit of trouble right now. Um, you know, hopefully CD can go out there and be your number one plus and kind of be your gadget guy, number one receiver, all that stuff. And then hopefully we can get Jalen Tolbert along faster than than he needs to be. But to me, this one right here, it just makes me nervous. It makes me nervous, especially going into the regular season where you're going against two teams at right off the jump who are established, they know the culture, and they have great success winning. So, And I'm talking about Tampa Bay and Cincinnati. So to me, the start of this season, it makes me nervous for this offense. Cole Beasley, to me, just doesn't make sense. He's a slot guy. And you've got Tony Pollard. You've got uh, Kevon Turpin, who they're trying to they, – they've already got him in packages. So I don't really see how, how Cole Beasley is going to really fit in there right now. You, you're really looking for somebody on the outside. These so it's a matter of Will McClay and company trying to figure out which which warts um, they can live with. And and the beauty of Will McClay is he'll go find somebody. I mean, he, he's he 
knows how to go and find talent so people that can come in here. So um, we'll see. Now, TJ Basher's got an excellent opportunity to try and show some, show what he can do. I've seen a little bit here. I'm about so to let's say, see I, some more. I've seen a lot from TJ Basher, and he, he seems to be like a bigger outside receiver that can make some plays. I mean, we saw everybody, I think, saw the, the one play that went viral where he went up with one hand over uh, Kelvin Joseph for a touchdown in the back of the end zone. So the guy has some talent. It's just when the live bullets start spraying and then guys are really out there hitting and everything, if you go across the middle, we'll see how good he is after that. But uh, to me, they, they have some talent at that wide receiver room under C.D. Lamb. It's just unproven. And hopefully when they get their opportunity, they're able to go out there and shine. The kicking battle is something I'm paying attention to. Church, 23% of all games in the NFL are decided by three points or less. So basically a quarter of NFL games are decided by three points or less. Last year the Cowboys were in five of those. Um, you know how I felt about Greg Zerline, okay? I was not a Greg <laughs> Zerline fan. Um, Old hook him left. cost him the Tampa Bay game, cost him the Bay Raider game, and yeah, he won the Charger game, but I just felt too many times he was just not, not the guy that, that I thought that they needed to have out there doing things. So they moved on from him. Uh, Jonathan Garibay from Texas Tech, free agent kicker. They brought in Liam Haralahu, who ended up uh, with the Cowboys last year when Zerline was dealing with a COVID case. He's out there. They brought back those mojo moments. But all of a sudden, you hear the the NBC Sunday play. And then they go out there. They call dynamic play. So they, they ended up running the kickers out there. So... Uh, uh, we saw some misses, bro. Uh, right now, leading with Hira Lahu. Hira Lahu is in the lead right now between the kickers, in my opinion. But this is something we're going to see all week long in terms of these guys kicking and getting after it. I think head coach Mike McCarthy made an excellent point. Hey, we're going to look at these guys. We've got to put more emphasis on them. We've got to give them opportunities and chances because they've got to have somebody who can kick football here against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We saw that cost the Cowboys last year. So find out what these guys have. If neither one of them have it, then they're going to need to call a kicker. To me, kicking situation not talking enough about. Yeah, and I'm with you on that because, like we, like you said last year, we had old Hookem left Zerline, Greg Zerline, and and like you said, he won one game, but there was too many games out there where points were left on the board. And I'm not talking about you know maybe a 30 or a 60 yard or a 70 yard bomb he was missing. He he was missing stuff that was supposed to be in his wheelhouse. You know, the 30 to the 50 yard range. He missed a couple of those out there, and it kind of left his team just kind of uh, down in the dumps. Because if you if you got a kicker that you can rely on. And, and fortunately, I was able to, to play with a bunch of kickers that I could rely on, especially Dan Bailey. He was extra consistent where you knew if you got that ball within the 30-yard line or the 40-yard line, nine times out of ten, he was going to get you points if all else failed. So this Cowboys team, they've got to find a consistent kicker. And I hopefully, as camp goes on, Mike McCarthy uses these mojo moments in every single practice, whether it's, you know, 10 seconds left. We've got a run the field goal team on there and hopefully drill a kick to win the game. We, he needs to be practicing that each and every time they go out there on the practice field because these kickers, I know mean, they do a lot of stuff on the side where, you know, let's work on our practice. Let's work on our aim and our swinging motion. But I feel as though, and I've never been a kicker, but I feel as though those situations are a lot different then going in there in a pressure-packed situation, games on the line, you got a rush coming at you, guys jumping left and right in your face, and you see all these guys in their peripheral. I hope that they're out there practicing those in those two-minute drills and not letting these guys just walk up and kick a field goal nonchalant like there's not going to be any pressure because in the game, it's going to be a lot different. So to me, these mojo moments, each and every practice need to end with a kicker going out there and a 
pressure-packed situation, guys flying around, and he has to make the kick. That's to, that's to me the only way you're going to get better in those type of situations. So hopefully they can go ahead and go do that with those kickers because, like we said, we need it. There was too many games last year where it came down to a field goal or a missed field goal earlier in the game. We got to get more consistency in the kicking game. I had a great conversation with Christy Scales, who's a sideline reporter for the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. I mean, you're not going to find anybody in the business better than her. Without who's a so, doubt. Who's so thorough. And she was running me through her, her um, kicking statistics list. And so she was going year by year how many games were decided by field goals. And they're all in the 20-plus percent range, sometimes mm. 23%, sometimes 40%. So last year, 23%. And like I said, Five of the Cowboy games, five of the 17 games, came down to a field goal or less, and two of those games ended up being overtime contests. So you got to make sure you get this thing done here. So Jim Fossil, Mike McCarthy, I'm counting on these guys to figure out really quick whether Garibay or Hyralahu can be the Cowboys kicker. And if not, go out here, bring someone in, but you cannot start the season off again against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and lose and losing the kicking game. I mean, you, you just can't do it, man. You can't. And so many times when you start thinking about the Cowboys and, and a lot was made about their record outside of the NFC East, that means you need those field goals. Oh, you're, yeah. You're going to need those field goals against Tampa Bay. You're going to need them against Cincinnati. You're going to need them when you go down to Tennessee to play. So... That, that, for me, is one, one area we're not talking about enough, but I'm definitely focused on it now that they've got the pads on and they're putting them in the situations to see exactly where they're at. Hey, let's get one more break in here. I thought ESPN was really unfair toward Mike McCarthy uh, the past couple of days. One analyst over there even saying that Mike McCarthy was a, not the right guy for the job because mm. of something he said at the press conference. So next right here on the players lunch Barry Church New East Danny McCray with the day off this is DallasCowboys.com radio with Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer you don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great because at Smoothie King every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise the only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? 
Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Back to the Players' Lounge. Dallas Cowboys training camp presented by American Airlines is back in Oxnard, California. Check out all of the excitement for free. Enjoy daily practices, activities, and more at the River Ridge Fields through August 16th. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash training camp. People get here early. We're talking about 7 o'clock cars up people trying to get out here and get their vip mm. spots and get in here and check things out man there's several folks i see every day man and um they're dedicated yeah they come out here with their cowboy gear they get their stuff signed the fans out here great man. and i know um some people have been frustrated because the cowboys haven't been in the super bowl uh since since 95 but man i'll tell you this they're out here Okay, they may be frustrated, but they're here. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that camp. They're spending that money, man. Heck, yeah, they're spending that money. I mean, look, the, Ox, camp out in Oxnard one of the, is one of the best camps there is in the NFL, if not the best. I mean, the fans got a whole bunch of stuff to do outside of watching the football. You can go there's like, little festivals on the side. I mean, they got a lot of stuff to do out there. And then you're watching the America's team out there in Oxnard, California, with great weather. I mean, to me, it's the best training camp there is in the National Football League. And luckily, I was able to experience it for seven years. Years, man, it was a great time. Church broke up a little bit there on my end. But let me ask you this, because I'm always interested in, in how camps are other places. So can you compare what training camp was here with the Cowboys to when you went down to Jacksonville? Didn't you guys practice like right next to? Yeah, and that's the thing, man. See, like in Jacksonville, you never really got out and just like got to got to. I mean, you were right there where you play your games at. So training camp. I mean, it it wasn't really it wasn't really a great experience. It was kind of a grind out there in Jacksonville. I mean, you went out to practice in the morning, meetings in the stadium, then you went and stayed in a hotel room. I mean, it was it wasn't the greatest of all experiences. But when you when you're here in Oxnard, California, in a Dallas Cowboys camp. You kind of have your own dorm, which is kind of like a separate, you know, entity of its own. And you come outside, you walk into to your meetings, you get to walk from meetings to the field. I mean, you're outside a lot, so you get to enjoy things. There's pools over there. The, the ocean is right down the way. There's golf courses. I mean, so to me, you know, especially the, and in the weather in its own is better than it was down in Florida. But to me, just the experience of Oxnard, you get to fully get away with your team because all you have is your team right there in Oxnard, California, and you just get to do a a bunch of stuff and, and kind of team building type uh, scenarios. So to me, that 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 camp out in Oxnard, there's nothing like it in the National Football League. And Jerry Jones, he knows what he's doing out there. And those guys, they appreciate being out there in that good weather, having that team building, that camaraderie. Um, and hopefully, it, it pays dividends for this for this uh, Cowboys team coming this season. I'm having a couple problems. Kind of getting every other. But I mean, it's just what you're saying. So let me ask you this. In your opinion, and I'll just throw this out here. I thought Ryan Clark was wrong when he said that he thought Mike McCarthy was the wrong man for the job. And he's saying that Mike McCarthy came out initially to the press conference and was talking about his job status. And Mike Tannenbaum of ESPN, former e a general manager, also went out to McCarthy to say, oh, he's talking too much about his job. 
Jerry Jones brought up Mike McCarthy's job status, and then the media asked Mike McCarthy about it. He answered in a direct fashion and saying, hey, it gets tiring to talk about it, hearing about it. He was honest, but I did not feel Mike McCarthy was being uh, petty. I didn't think Mike McCarthy was out here being vindictive. I didn't think Mike McCarthy was bad. So far, he's handled everything I felt well. He's the loosest I've seen him out here. In your opinion, how do you think Mike McCarthy's been so far when he's met with the media and talked about things? I think he's handling it great. Uh, to be honest with you, like you said, I mean, the man was asked a question and he was able to answer that question honestly. I mean, I don't know what people want him to do out there. I mean, like like you said, you got you got people from all over directions leaning over his shoulder saying, oh, you know, Sean Payton's going to be the next coach or, or Dan Quinn, the guy that's in on your staff, might be the head coach of next year. So there's a lot of pressure on him to get the job done. But I feel like he's doing a phenomenal job keeping everything cool, calm and relaxed and focusing on this year and what he needs to do with this Cowboys team to get them further along in the playoffs. I mean, we all saw what Jerry said. He wants this team to be valuable in the playoffs, variable in the playoffs and make a long, deep run. And Mike McCarthy knows he's under a little bit of pressure. But in order to get that job done, you can't stress yourself out of what these people think or what that people think about you. You just got to go out there and get the job done. And I feel like he's done a great job so far in this camp of focusing on that and focusing on his players and his team and getting the best out of each and each and every individual out there. So hopefully he can continue to do that and get this team to the next level. He knows there's a lot of pressure on him, but I think he's doing a great job of just compartmentalizing it and getting it done on the football field and letting everything else kind of situate itself out. You lost me a little bit there. Did we still have Nui? Not sure if we still have Nui or not. Wanted- oh, there you go. Now, I'm I'm here with you, so um, practice is about to get rolling. I'm going to get out here. I want to see exactly if my man Tristan Hill can make up for some things and see what else I see out here uh, and <laughs> get that rolling here. So, Church, good stuff, man. We'll have Danny McCray rolling as we present another uh, player's line later on this week for Oxnard, California. So, for Barry Church, I'm Nui Scruggs. We'll catch you next time right here on Dallas. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!